Although smoking had been outlawed inside public establishments more than a decade ago, the bar still had leftover smog. Invisible yet pungent, it hung like an indiscernible cloud. Adding to it were eons of post-adolescent hormones and a corner that never could completely ditch the smell of vomit. Aptly named the bunker in this particular rural Pennsylvania college town, it was where a college freshman managed to get served a few beers, and the owner could get away with it as long as neither acted like a jackass. The red plastic-covered bar stools and chairs were sometimes sticky from humidity and residual sweat from game-winning celebrations and defeat commiserations. When ordering pitchers of beer, you didn't look too closely at the glasses, telling yourself that the alcohol would kill any germs, which was part of the general belief that one was invincible. Still, the bunker inspired the kind of nostalgia that made it a must-stop whenever former students attended homecoming. Everyone remembers their old college hangouts. But while Tyson Palmer sat alone at a table in the barf corner of his alma mater, he was grasping for memories. Maybe it was the weed that dulled his senses. Or maybe the Percocet. He still believed he could hold his liquor. I'll take another Jack Daniels on the rocks. He jiggled the ice in his now empty glass at the server, making a pass across the room, his voice deceptively steady. Make it a double. Some of the recollections were so clear. Not too long ago, around these parts, people had described him as promising and gifted. Tyson had been the classic success story, raised in a hardworking middle-class family that met all the American dream criteria, even if those requirements were throwbacks from the 50s. There was one boy and one girl born to a mother who worked part-time when they were in school and dressed them up for church every Sunday. A dad who came home every night from his management job at a local building supply store at 515 on the dot to enjoy a cocktail with his loyal wife as she finished preparing dinner. Douglas Palmer was the kind of father who played poker once a month with the neighborhood fellas and never missed a peewee football or baseball game whose eyes lit up when he realized just how far and accurate his then 10-year-old son could aim. He tried to downplay his pride as the accolades began rolling in and coaches took real notice. Then, slowly but surely, he became the father who vicariously began to live his own variation of football fantasy through that son. After acting as his agent when Tyson signed with the Boston Blitz, his dad divorced his mom and moved in with a 23-year-old exotic dancer. Within the last three years, the adjectives attached to Tyson Palmer's name slowly morphed into overrated, reprehensible, a real waste. Wanting to stay in his father's good graces, Tyson had often joined him in his downhill slide. Douglas Palmer proved a bad example. Tyson took responsibility for his mother's heartbreak, stuffed all the hurt and pain deep down inside, and set the sequence on his time bomb to self-destruct. Coming back here was supposed to be a kind of victory lap. But Tyson wasn't being followed by throngs of alumni or asked to attend any ceremonies, not even the ones taking place on the football field. He wasn't invited to any parties. Instead, Tyson had been forced to retreat to the bunker, where he was pointed at from a safe distance, like an animal in a zoo. Occasionally, someone would approach him, politely engage him for a few moments, mostly about the weather, and be on their way. Nothing to see here, the phrase cops always use to move spectators along from a crime scene. His teammates and Blitz management had tried to be supportive, in the beginning. 
But it wasn't long before Tyson's shenanigans robbed him of his ability to lead. And they all had grown weary of him, even before he started racking up more interceptions than touchdowns on game day. He knew that within the next 24 hours, his dirty drug test results would leave him jobless and probably tossed out of the league. The book they were getting ready to throw at him was heavy. I sure won't miss those cold Massachusetts winners, he thought to console himself. Tyson? Bloodshot eyes focused on a face that was vaguely familiar. It was a wisp of a ghost brushing by him. Someone insignificant, but at the same time, not pretty, but low maintenance. Dark hair, hazel eyes with a glint of determination magnified through the lenses of her glasses. When he'd seen her last, she had something he needed and something he'd wanted.